Welcome everyone, we're about to begin. This is Hashem Shear number 107 in the Shiorim of Rav Zalkhuskan Svarim. We're in the Sefer on Self-Confidence. And today we're going to talk about the healthy healing benefits of walking. He talks about it here concerning self-confidence. And uh, the truth is we're going to talk about how it's healthy overall. Not just physically healthy, but emotionally healthy. He says that you need to walk every day. Walk for your greater health, walk for greater greater clarity of mind. When you when you walk, your mental state becomes calmer. When you walk, you have a wonderful opportunity to think of ways to improve your character in your life. And whenever you want to increase self-confidence, take a self-confident walk. And the truth is, is I had different kufas where it's very hard if you're um, either lazy or you're not used to walking or it's easier to sit home to push yourself the first time or the first several times to do it takes a lot of, you know, sometimes a lot of, um, you know, self-discipline to do that. And at the beginning, you go slow and you don't really enjoy it. But once you get into it and you start enjoying it, and for some people, what they do is they listen to music as they're walking and they're smiling as they're walking. It really makes them feel good. Their mood lifts and it really heals a lot of down thoughts and depressive thoughts and sometimes with encouraging shiurim people listen as they're walking and the idea is is, is it is it is phenomenal it really is phenomenal and really is healing and when you take these walks with the purpose of the self-confidence and boosting it your positive thoughts will increase your feelings of self-confidence as you do that and the key is is really is to make that choice to make that choice of not to be upset right now about how little self-confidence you have or not to to think now about how awful it is uh that you need these tools to increase your self-confidence or compare yourself negatively to other people you know when you try when you repeat negative statements to yourself you do feel worse so while you're doing these walks the focus needs to be and try to appreciate the the good things and appreciate the concept of self-confidence and how you have the ability to do the positive things, you have the ability to think positive things, and together with the walking, it does a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, um, health, health benefit and overall and in making you feel better. And when you smile when you do that, it also smiling makes it easier to greet people to boost their spirits and your own inner feelings, you know, get you know feel better. And uh, he said, interesting, that a world-famous performer known for his powerful impact on large crowds had a secret. Even after many years of performing, he felt insecure about each performance. Right after he appeared on stage, he would walk, right before he appeared on stage, he would walk a considerable distance while mentally building up his courage and self-confidence. It worked for him, and could work for you as well. There's a tremendous amount of healing, emotional healing, physical healing that comes with these long walks. And, you know, sometimes it's cold, so don't people don't like the cold, so it's hard to walk in the cold. Some people have trouble walking in the extreme heat. When it's spring and summer and normal weather, it's easier. But the key really is, is it does, tr- with a tremendous amount of, 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 it does have a tremendous amount of healing effects, and, and studies have shown this, and, and it's extremely important. The other, next point that we're going to bring up, which is very important, and people use this question in coaching, 
that if you knew you couldn't fail, what goals and dreams would you strive for? Or another way to put it, if you were guaranteed success, what goals and dreams would you strive for? What happens with a lot of people, almost all of us, that we have goals and dreams that we would love to achieve, but our fear of failure prevents us from taking action. And some people believe, ah, my goal and dream, that's impossible. Although some things are indeed humanly possible, many things are impossible, rather. Many things are possible and are already, have already been accomplished by other people. You know, you have this in, 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 in our Chazal literature, and people are, are, are basically testify to this, where the idea is, is someone who doesn't, is not learned, and he wants to become a Talmud Chacham, and he says, how in the world so many people know so much more than me, and what am I going to accomplish already, and, and I can't, and so on. And what they did was, is you learn two Mishnayis a day, two Mishnayis the next day, you build it up slowly. Rigdamila Miller used to have... Shiurim for beginners in Gemara, unbelievable. And people who knew, you know, barely anything became really a Bucky in Shas, or at least Bucky in certain Mesechtas. So a lot of people feel they're incapable of things that they're truly capable of. And when you, you may have, and you probably do have, a lot of skills and talents and resources and intelligence, and, and that you can reach those dreams that you want to get to, but you don't even start. So when people build their self-confidence, what happens is, is the impossible becomes, you know, it's worth a try. Even though self-confidence doesn't guarantee success, but if you don't try, you're certainly not going to succeed. And they learn not to be, um, self-confident people learn not to be discouraged as they're getting, as they're working hard and they're motivating. Now, for some people in the beginning, yes, they could use a mentor, a coach, a rov to boost their motivation, point out helpful ideas to them that may, may have not thought of on their own and, and have them, people like cheer them on. Sometimes you need that a hundred percent and we all need encouragement. But once you have that and you have that added self-confidence, then you will learn to be able to do this even without input from anyone else. Even with other people not encouraging you, you'll learn to be able to encourage yourself. The key really being is that your mind is truly capable of tremendous, magnificent things. And self-confidence enables you to use your intelligence and your imagination and your creativity and your goodness that it was that, that was hidden without that self-confidence. People with self-confidence speak and act in ways that express more the inner talent and intelligence that they do have. It ignites internal abilities and skills and talents. So many of you who are listening to this, please, you may believe you have zero talent or you this is not in you. You can't, I can't, I can't. You never were able to. And no matter how many years pass, pass by, Every one of us has certain dormant talents that we could bring out. Now, yes, there's certain things where you know this is not, you're not capable of. If you know you, you don't know how to draw, you can't, you're all the self-confidence in the world. If you don't have the actual talent, um, you know, then you don't, you know, and that's what it is. You know, some people that are, that are, that are good in one field, not good in the other field. So there's certain realism on that. But there is no question that most people, have this 
uh, thing holding them back, where they do have uh, inner talent, an inner ability, a spark in their neshama that's so special, with a skill, with a talent, that they need to learn how to bring it out. And very often, it's self-confidence that helps you bring it out. And the key is, is you when you become... You, you have to say to yourself, I want to become so self-confident that even if my experiment doesn't work as well as I'm hoping, I'll still be happy. I'll still have a state of well-being. I'll still journey towards my goals, and I will not quit, and I'll keep on going. Now, Rosella Pliskin says that someone who had a history of quitting shared with him this. He said, I finally decided to quit, to quit quitting when I realized that persistence is the number one quality that I needed to develop. For many of us that are listening, persistence is the number one quality that we need to develop. And he said, I envied individuals who could continue trying long after I have already given up and quit. But when I was told that anyone can become the person who persists, giving up is a habit and persisting is a habit. Like anything else, and, and, and like everyone else with any positive habit, I can begin to develop persistence at any time. I began to realize when I was a young child, I persisted when I enjoyed what I was doing. I recalled many times when I quit as I got older and didn't persist as long as I should have. But the, my memories of persisting as a child were still there in my mental library. I eventually realized that the only reason I tended to quit was because I told myself, what's the use of continuing to try when I know I had failed? But I made up my mind not to say this to myself anymore if I couldn't be absolutely certain that I would fail. So before, my attitude was that unless I was certain to succeed, I would give up. But now I turned it around. As long as I wasn't certain that I would fail, I was going to persist. I knew that I could never really be certain I could fail or I would fail. And this has been a major impact on my life. So the Nakuda he's saying here is, and people don't realize it, they think they're be'etzim who they are. They think, I am a weak person. I uh, give up too easily. You you identify that with your etzim, with your metzias, with your mahus, with what you are. That is a big mistake. It is true that some people are more naturally industrious and persistent, and some are less so, and they are weaker in that aspect. But that concept that if you're weaker in that aspect, that this is the way you are, the way you'll always be, is a false one. It's a habit. It's like a muscle that needs to be developed. And you can be very, very strong with your persistence if you decide that that is a good meter to have, and you're going to work on it. And you start off slow and building baby steps, building blocks till you hit a point where you become more resilient and you become more persistent. And that in itself breeds more self-confidence. You need chizik from other people. In the beginning, 100%. Get the chizik that you need from other people. And agav, for the self-confident people that are out there, the tremendous chesed that you could do. First of all, when you're self-confident, if you're zaychet to be that in a healthy way, Never ever to look down at people that are insecure um, or that they are, um, you know, scared of their own shadow, quote unquote. Never look down at people that are that way right now. Very often it's just they were hurt or traumatized in their past and they just need encouragement. They need chizik. And, and, you know, in a healthy way, in a positive way, they could be nudged a little bit in that direction till they get the strength to be able to do it on their own. It is a tremendous, tremendous chesed 
that people that are coaches, mentors, or self-confident people that see people that are less so, that are nervous, and to give them that chizik and to help them learn those skills and tools is a tremendous chesed. And for those who aren't, don't feel bad about accepting help in the beginning, that I need encouragement to get there and just ask advice and get a, a, a person that could encourage you and help you until you're able to get it on your own. But the persistence is so important in life. The persistence means also that when you fail, it happens, let's say, even in learning or in any other thing that you want to achieve, and then you hit a roadblock and you fall down and you get up again. You fall down and you get up again. It's part of, you see, the yish very often, the despair, which the Yetzirah tries to get to you, so you should spiral downward, is indeed a lack of self-confidence, a, not, a, a, a lack of belief in your true goodness, in your true inherent potential for greatness, despite the fact that you happen to fall. People have this when they have these machshavah they have these ugly thoughts that pop into their head, and then they get all shaken up by it, saying, this is who I am, how will I ever, you know, these, I, 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 in my dreams I'm trying to be a, a, a Erlich, a person, and even a Tzadik, a Yerei Shemayim, and this is what I have in my head, and it pops up automatically, and it's so strong, and that means I'm a, I'm a defective person, but that is an error. You are not a defective person. You have two, um, you know, impulses battling with each other. It's part of our condition of being human. And when you have those thoughts, you say, that's not me. That's not my inner self, no matter how strong it is. And you encourage yourself with the positive. You keep building it and building it. And you ask HaShem for this persistence. So again, so the two Nekudas we spoke about this week, that's Kedai, to exercise on both of them, is number one, is to work on the walking, take self-confident walks, listen to music, listen to encouraging speeches, listen to and, and smile and get yourself in that mode, and you feel better, not just physically, but emotionally, even spiritually, you know, if you do this consistently, and also to think that if you knew you wouldn't fail, what would be your dreams and goals, and don't give up on them, learn how to want to achieve them, not get distracted or discouraged by any setbacks, you bounce back up again, and learn the value of persistence and as you tr- do your more and more in persisting, your self-confidence will increase more and more. And you'll see, looking back, how much more you, would, you, you, you can accomplish, how much you will accomplish, as is Hashem. Good Shabbos to everyone.